0: And that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. So this podcast is brought to you by Zana. And Zana makes electric toothbrushes, but it's more than that. They have a program that'll grow your practice with their electric toothbrushes.
1: Hey guys, this is Sean and Dr. Allison House with The Authentic Dentist Podcast. And uh, we're coming to you guys from 2023. Happy New Year! And today we're talking about something that actually happened over the holidays. Uh, something that doesn't seem that that weird. You know, travel plans go awry. There's al- there was always some something with airlines if there's there's weather, but this time it was it was different. Um, so what exactly what exactly happened, Doctor House?
0: Happy New Year, Sean. <laughs> So I was actually in Germany during all of this. So I didn't actually experience it because Southwest Airlines obviously doesn't fly to Germany. So I just read about it. They're just
1: still domestic, right?
0: Right, right. But um, as many of you know, Southwest Airlines canceled thousands of flights, just canceled thousands of flights. Now, at first they blamed it on the weather because we had a huge cold front but delta american united they did not cancel thousands of flights they canceled a few but delta could not get back together and i just thought it was really interesting to watch a very big company suffer in such a way so what do you think
1: like delta american was it like maybe hundreds or just like you know 10 to 50 do we do we have any idea in comparison what like a normal storm might cause an inconvenience of flights, like
0: I, I actually can't tell you, but I can tell you that it was the magnitude was unbelievable. Okay, with Southwest.
1: Now, how did it come out that it wasn't just because of the storm?
0: So, a pilot published this article on what had actually happened in Southwest, and it was just so interesting. So, he was saying that Herb Kellerher I believe that's his name, yeah. was the CEO for like twenty years. He retired in 2004, and he was the kind of leader that we all want to be. You know, he was on the ground, operations. He's the one that made Southwest what it is today, this famous airline. Everybody loves to fly Southwest. They're funny. They, It's a really warm, wonderful place to work.
1: So, like, the culture of it he created.
0: He created it. So he retired in 2004, and another person took over, and that person was an accountant. And so he was much more interested in profit. He was much more interested in stocks and shareholders, which obviously need to be looked at. I, I get that. We all need to look at the bottom line. But he wasn't paying attention to what was happening in operations. So he just let things slide. So he retired and a new CEO was placed in 2022. And the new CEO noticed there were some problems. <laughs> And one of the biggest problems was that the, um, the software that gets people scheduled and the planes at the right place was from the '90s.
1: So, so basically, the software they were using
0: in 2022,
1: to run their company, this sophisticated the Southwest Airlines, was a, comp- was a software that they hadn't updated since the '90s?
0: Yep. <laughs> so here's the, here's the big thing people had been telling them that there was a problem with this software. And we've seen it. You know, Southwest Airlines has had several times when there were lots of flights canceled and they said it was due to the weather, but other airlines didn't have to cancel. So there have been glitches in this system, but this was a complete meltdown.
1: You know, I remember some times during COVID, and I thought it was because of the staff shortage. Now, maybe it wasn't just that, you know, because I think... There was something about um, the vaccine and, and certain pilots or employees striking. And that's the news that got the headline. But you wonder if behind the scenes, some of the cancellations, it probably was also because this system was slowly starting to falter.
0: It, it was. I mean, the the pilot said that, that it has had a number of times when it was very obvious that it needed to be upgraded, and it wasn't.
1: Okay, I don't like where this is going because... <laughs> As a business owner, yeah, the connections are just uh, because it's an indictment, right? Like, you, there's always something where I don't know, maybe if we just don't want to acknowledge it because it means money, it means time, it means, um, it's plus the whole, the whole adage, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, sometimes it seems like that's, good to go by. Uh, Other times the break could be catastrophic and maybe you need to to plan a little bit more.
0: I mean, think about our patients though. They come in with a broken tooth. It doesn't hurt and they're like, ah, doc, it'll be fine. But you know, that's brewing. And someday you don't know when that's going to blow up on them. Usually on Christmas day, 4th of July, some moment when you cannot help them. So we, I do think that we need to take a look at our businesses and, and really your life. Where are those warning signs that there's something happening and you're just pushing it under the rug? And how can we just take a step back and and acknowledge, okay, that does need to be fixed?
1: So I'm thinking, though, on the other perspective, like what about Y2K? Like what about the times where we thought something's coming, watch out, buckle down. And we just totally overestimated the impact. (laughs) Because isn't that... I mean, I could be wrong. I was still in high school, maybe, at that time. Um, But that's what I remember. What do you remember from Y2K?
0: I remember that they figured out this was a huge problem, and they started working on it. And that's why it wasn't a huge problem. That was the... (laughs) That was averting the disaster.
1: (laughs) Okay, so it's because they actually did do something appropriate. It wasn't just because they... Prognosticated that some collapse was going to happen, and it wasn't as bad as they thought.
0: Now, I, I wasn't that old, but I was not in high school. But I do remember that a lot of people worked hard on that so that we didn't have a meltdown.
1: Okay, we'll have to do some some fact checking after this, just to, just to <laughs> see, because I, I I'm really curious. I just remember it was like they thought it was going to be the end of, um most things digital and commerce-based at the time because, I like, everything, the whole infrastructure was just based off of... Two zeros. Right. Um, Or, no, it couldn't handle two zeros. Like, so it it could only go... I I don't even remember. Like, right? It could do, like, the 99, but it couldn't go...
0: Yeah, it couldn't roll over. Yeah. So they fixed it.
1: (laughs) Okay, so, okay. Well, if you're out there and you know the answer, definitely... Step in. So, okay, so basically there's not really a good example of when.
0: Well, that's what's always interesting. Um, Think about all of the uh, CDC warnings over the years. You know, they thought hantavirus is going to be this big deal. They thought the pig flu is going to be this big, the bird flu. But because they acted on it, it wasn't. You only see the catastrophic thing if nobody has acknowledged there's a problem and tried to fix it the problem just gets slipped under the rug. So we know about those things. It's the things we're not paying attention to.
1: Yeah, I watched some of those, like, you know, like CIA-type TV shows. Uh, so I was watching Jack Ryan. And the whole time, it's like, is your intel good enough? Like, can we trust this intel? Or are you kind of reading into things and we don't need to overreact? And his whole thing was, remember September 11th. You know, so it's this whole idea of, like, man, it's never worth like what just happened with Southwest. Uh, Thousands.
0: Yeah, you can hunt through your business and do all of that. But I I also think there's moments when you're just like, oh, that should be fixed. Like if you go over to your um, medical emergency kit, I happen to do this, and notice that one of the items was expired, that needs to be fixed. Now, it may never, I've never used it. It may never happen. But the moment that I need that, yeah, that has to be fixed. I'm not suggesting that you start looking for things. But if something pops up in your face, don't ignore it. Because at some point, this is going to be a problem.
1: Yeah, I, I know here, so this was like, oh man, maybe 12 years ago when we were just manufacturing uh, manual toothbrushes. Um, we had a custom batch of brushes that was for a specific account of ours. It was an insurance company. And they didn't buy all the brushes. That year, and then they didn't buy any the next year. So we ended up housing them. It was like, it was a Blue Cross Blue Shield, like of Michigan or something like that. <laughs> and we had them in our warehouse. And like four or five years later, all of a sudden, we're aware because of just the heat, um, the plastic was more brittle. You know, so now all of a sudden, it was this whole idea of like, we have this inventory but we probably can't sell it because of the liability of the neck snapping. Um, there's this one toothbrush company. I don't actually know the company, but they made almost like a, these acrylic, almost like clear handles. Um, I can't say what it's called. I just remembered the name of the actual brush. And they were known for snapping. And not only did they snap, but when they snapped, they were like very jagged. Um, which obviously is dangerous if it's in someone's mouth. Um, so we were aware of that. And we're just like, you know what? Like, I think we just need to to just trash them and eat the loss, whatever it was. I mean, you know, the account had previously paid for the whole order. Uh, so everything else was just going to be profit. But it was one of those like, man, this could come back to bite us if we don't just do the right thing, you know? Um, and, and thankfully it wasn't like an infrastructure thing because I think that's the hardest you know, especially like if you spent X amount of money. So so I think like practice management systems. That's a big investment.
0: It's a huge investment.
1: Uh, What, like between 50000 and a 100000 or not quite?
0: I paid 50000 in 2002. Okay, so
1: are you still with the same one?
0: I'm with the same one. But I do update it.
1: Okay, okay. But it'd be hard to make a big move, let's say, because you feel very invested in it. You know, it's almost like um, my dad at one point bought a QuickBooks version that didn't need to be month. Like it wasn't when there were subscriptions, it was like, you just buy it outright. And then all of a sudden QuickBooks changed their model. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not switching to that because I'm going to get as much juice as I can out of this program. Even if they're not supporting it simply because I paid for it, you know, but that got to like bad thinking of like, certain functions weren't working and then they stopped supporting certain stuff. And at some point we had to make the whole leap and people were like, well, what took you guys so long? It's like, well, it, it, it's just that tension of like, we kind of wanted to ignore as long as we could, the fact that we were going to have to make a big expense, migrate all of our data over. So in the case of Southwest, could you imagine?
0: I mean, I can't imagine how expensive it is to buy software for an airline like that. Maybe it has to be actually developed.
1: Yeah, I think it it, it needs to be, custom made to some extent. I don't know if there's like enterprise level <laughs> airline software.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But I also think that y- you have to pay attention to where you're investing your money in your business. And you do want to do things that are outward facing so that patients, the public, your employees see that you've invested in the business. But yeah, sometimes you have to invest in the the things that nobody sees. Like everybody hates to put a new roof on their house. <laughs> I hate it. Nobody can see it. Nobody cares. But if you don't, (laughs) at some point, you're going to have a leak, and that's going to be worse.
1: So I've owned my home now. uh, Maybe like, oh, sorry, I should know. My daughter was born at the same time. So nine years now. And we haven't had to replace the AC, and we hear it was original from uh, when the house was built, which I think was 2003. So it's been 20 years. And I don't think units typically go beyond that. So it's like this, I'm aware of it. And um, yeah, so, I mean, we have money ready for it, but it's just one of those things where it's like, I almost want to kind of stay in denial that, oh, it's going to be fine. But it's like, no, they they have their lifespans. At some point you just need to replace it, you know.
0: And it's not fun, but it is easier to do it on a scheduled than to pay for it on an emergency basis. <laughs> If you think about it.
1: So where else does does this show up in dentistry? Because I know in like the human, like HR, I think we've probably had that where it's an employee that you just kind of, I think that's probably the most common. It's an employee. You probably know that you've had them too long, but you don't really know what to do. And it's too much of a hassle to deal with it now. So you kind of just let it wait.
0: But we all know when you kick the can down, it gets worse. The problem gets worse. So it's easier to deal with it right away. Is that pleasant.
1: Sounds like a lesson on like your health as well, right?
0: Well, I mean, I do think when I think of Southwest, I do kind of think about my health too. Okay, am I ignoring something about my body? Because we, we all have that where, you know, your blood pressure is a little too high and then you don't get any medication. And then 10 years later, you have a stroke because you didn't pay attention. And do I want to take blood pressure medication? No, I do not. <laughs> but I also recognize that, the alternative is not good.
1: I just remember Brian Regan, you know, comedian. And one of the things that cracked me up was he's like, yeah, I went to go see my doctor the other day and um, go figure my cholesterol was high. Um, it was the year before and I didn't do anything different. <laughs> it was something to the effect of like, I'd already found out that it was high. So chances are it's still going to be high because I didn't change anything. And I feel like that's the same thing. They, they, Southwest kept getting the reports from their employees that were frontline employees that were using the software. And here's the feedback that the managers kept giving. Um, We need to change this. We need to update it, that this is not going to scale. This is not going to be able to continue to serve us. It probably was breaking in all these minor ways that they saw all the time.
0: But I mean, it was still working. So why would I want to invest? I don't know how much money on this. But they knew, and now this disaster, I don't know how much it's going to cost them, but it's, it's going to be very expensive, and they're still going to have to replace the software.
1: So industry-wise, I wouldn't say it's the same exact thing, but what about like um, x-rays when they switched to digital? Was that kind of one of those like people knew it's going to be inevitable, but let's hold out as long as we can?
0: Oh, yeah. People were all over the board. And the first digital x-rays weren't as clear, and so people did want to keep their, um, their film so, yeah, people transitioned, but at some point, you you can't be the last person that's still using film. <laughs> you have to move on. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if that's on the same level because I do think there's things that you need to do to upgrade your business, but that's not the same as finding something that absolutely has to be dealt with. No,
1: it's like VHS and DVD or, you know, when all of a sudden it switched. It, it's not like you had to get a DVD player even though you knew at some point the VHSs were going to stop being supported, because that was more just a innovation um, in technology, like like the X rays. But with Southwest, it, it was just a this is going to be a really big expense, a really big investment. Like you said, Gary Kelly, um, the one CEO, was much more numbers based. Accountant was focusing on the shareholders getting good ROI and was kind of neglecting the operational side. And it's like, at what point is the breakdown going to lead to a breakdown? (laughs) And then I guess that's what just happened.
0: And no one will ever forget this. I mean, Southwest will be known for this for a long time. And that sort of reputation, yeah you don't want that. You don't want to have that. holding over your head for a long period of time. Is
1: that what's happening in the news? Or or you're just saying because of how many people were displaced that the sentiment is just like, it was egregious that they allowed this to happen. Is that kind of the...
0: It's been all over the news, customers. um, Even the government is like, you're going to have to compensate all these people. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a big problem. (laughs) And it would be the same thing for your business. If you decided there was a leak under your slab... And you decided to ignore it for, you know, 10, 15 years. Some point when the whole floor caves in, that's bad. And that's going to cost you a lot of money, much more than just fixing the leak.
1: Okay, so going into this year, we're not just saying, hey, um, you know, try to be honest about areas that might be declining. Although that is that is probably the big lesson here is don't, don't neglect the obvious. Um, but aside from that, what are we...
0: I think there's two big lessons here. So the first one is, yes, look around, and when you see something, don't just press escape and pretend it didn't happen. If there is something wrong, you need to pay attention. But I also think that as we move into 2023, you should look and see all the great things that you did last year too. I bet you did make some improvements. I bet maybe you didn't fix your air conditioning, but maybe you fixed your kitchen. I mean, you do have to sort of celebrate all those wonderful things that you did do and that are paying off that no one else is noticing. Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express yourself fully, live authentic.